So I'm using this session to reorganize my life. I really feel that that's what I'm missing more than anything. You know, the part of me trying to hold on to the tidbits I find everywhere so I don't lose them, so that I can use them, so that I can combine them to something more meaningful, right? I'm so sick of myself. <laughs> uh, it's a lot to say, a lot to go through in general. Um, I've talked about this before, how I would have an insight into myself or the things that I'm doing, like this podcast, for example, or work, and I'd keep holding on to it until I record. And there's the part of me always trying to hold on to it. Or like, I built up, I build up stress towards things that doesn't need to be there, right? So there's sitting down and doing this. Um, there's sometimes I over hype or overthink a shower you know i'm like oh i have to shower today and that's another 20 minutes of my life and i have to actually go there and have to decide when i have to go there after doing which thing or what thing and so that's unnecessary but in general i've been feeling like towards what i like to work on like the books and courses and whatnot that there's there ha i haven't been really putting the type of organized attention that I'd like to in the past while I have been writing weekly and I'm I'm almost done with the 28 so I did 28 weeks of writing 3000 words a week almost like any like I I I exceed 2000 every week for sure and it wasn't in any specific direction it was a lot of journaling it was a lot of a lot of a lot was written for the book but in general it was the goal of doing that was to to adopt a habit of writing that I just didn't have beforehand and to force it somehow. It would have been nice to remind myself more and more often why I was doing it because at some points I did put the pressure on myself of thinking, what is this building towards? Any writing I'm doing is building towards something. But um, lately there has been... Um, an unnecessary doubt of myself and my nature in the sense of uh, how the smoke dances. You know, a lot of the times I see it as a colossal thing to write through the life of someone. Like how, how long is a book going to be if it's literally the life of someone for let's say two years growing in a foreign city and becoming different, changing. How would I show that change properly? How would I show the reality of the world that that we're living in or he's living in in the right way uh it's not always going to be perfect dialogue sometimes some people say uh things in a weird way right so like i had a co-worker of ours in my team that was that was leaving and she sent us a farewell email and the title of the email in english was every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and and she was sitting like next to me in the office and i saw that and i couldn't stop laughing i laughed but like we, we got we got along really well like i know we're, we're on good terms like big time so i laughed like i really laughed you know every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and which makes sense <laughs> really there's a beginning there's an end and there was another beginning that ended and now it's a new beginning from that beginning's ending <laughs> Which makes absolute sense, you know, like as a thing. 
but you know, like in, in in real life, we throw we put sentences together a lot of the time that that makes sense, you know, to the person talking and the contents, the context, and everything and stories. But um, they're weird, you know. And like I want I want uh, a bit of the dialogue to reflect that, you know. Sometimes people say the wrong word. Sometimes people notice and correct it. Sometimes people don't. Sometimes people say a word very weirdly. Sometimes they like say it wrongly sometimes they put it in the wrong place so so like i don't want to just write a book with perfect dialogue and and perfect sentences being said no i want someone to be saying something and then they choke on the word and then they swallow their spit and then they can't talk for two minutes um i think that's like really real but at the same time it's you know seeing it through the character's eyes and the character is just very understanding of these types of things happening he always looks for the meaning of the person what the person is trying to say rather than the words themselves and how he changes throughout with elaine uh telling him you know um when they're buying a scarf no one likes no one likes uh, someone who's indecisive alan and then he just tries to stop being so indecisive he laughs at the beginning and it sounds like a very static monotone laugh at one level and she tells him like uh, i don't doubt your sincerity but others might if your laugh doesn't match the situation and always match your laugh with the situation and i want to portray this colorless gray character who hasn't figured out his identity who's so full of like real potential going through a city of, of so much color it's very similar to Berlin, but changing in that, in, in, in accordance to that, to the idea of, of theater, to, to the idea of acts and, and theater and play and how, what do people here know, how is the situation framed and how can I frame it differently? So when I think about all of that and I think like this character goes to a city, doesn't have anything, builds himself up slowly, how long of a story is this how many pages how how much time how much detail do i want to portray it at one point and then not portray at other points like uh, sometimes he plays a game and i could go through the details of the game he's playing but other times i can be like he turned the i, I turned the c because it's a first person book i turned the the disc on and then the chapter ends or something i don't know continues to, to another part of his day um so all of that, th- these are things I'm just not familiar with as a writer writing my first book. And um, I really want to get this book done. I really want, like, I feel like the world could need it uh, soon. And the sooner I write it, the sooner it can be in the world, the sooner p- people could boss- possibly read it. Same with understanding intelligence. And then there's that pressure again, like how responsible am I? to the world for the world to, to flip on itself you know everybody's moving everybody's doing their things there's riots in, in america and everywhere else uh because of, of of people or cops disregarding black lives so much and not caring and society in general being so so weak you have a pandemic that that seems now as if it was just bullshit to be honest because people in germany are now living completely normally so like what were the actual risks of of, of this like I could talk about and like I know of, of a few things, but uh, there's so much going on. There's so many people working in so many different directions, and I still feel like the weight of all of this is somehow on me. Like why? Why can't I be in my room playing video games and 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 have sex with a girl and be like you know okay with that for then because that's where I am then and then when I'm somewhere else I'm somewhere else like when I'm doing this or when I want to write again go back to writing. 
so I built it up as a colossal task and this mission and, and I I closed the loop on itself, you know, like the guy who writes about the guy who who's living his life as a character who is trying to maintain his balance and he crashes very quickly and eventually, you know, shit happens. But like, I can see that I try to close things on themselves a lot. Like, like with understanding intelligence, I didn't want it for a second to be missed. That this is a book being read. This this is a book that has also been written. You know, I had to go through writing this. We forgot that creation has gone through process to be what it is. Whether it's a TV show or a movie, people sat, thought, decided, filmed, edited, and distributed, and people liked or didn't like, and then continue <sighs> so a part of me feels organized and and there's nothing to organize there's nothing it's all right to think that i have i have nothing to do you know i have work tomorrow sure and i technically could sit and write and work and, and do all of that but it's nice to think i really just don't have anything to do it's and it's fine, but also I'd like to be doing these things, you know. Instead, of, like instead of building so much story around um, how the smoke dances as a story itself, there's so many other things I would just like to write, like an adventure of of a of a woman monster hunter uh, that's similar to a samurai that's going walking around, you know, killing creatures and then finding a demon, and they, she doesn't know he's a demon, and they go on an adventure together. Like uh, this is a, this is a story I've been thinking about for the last six years, maybe maybe a bit less, but um, uh, I want to call it God's vessel, and I've really wanted to write it for a very long time. You know, like what's stopping me from just putting my energy there if that's where my energy is telling me to go and how much can I listen to my energy and follow that pure attention and balance moving doing what it thinks it needs to do when it thinks it needs to do it with a world with so much happening around me all the damn time right it's not like I decide the weather it's not like I and my mood is very heavily based on the weather as I've noticed it's not like I decide how many cars um pass by next to my house every day that exert smoke that inadvertently enters my house and I, I can't breathe. Some like sometimes I feel like oh shit there's there's barely any air in my room and I can't open the window to fix that because hey, more smoke is gonna come in. And then food, you know, I get hungry and I'm outside and then I have to eat something and I eat something and then something foreign enters my body and it's like, now I have to process this thing and it takes so much energy to process food and I, I don't want to eat. Then I don't eat and then I get tired and then... So you have all of this, this nonsense happening that's noise that you somehow need to be contending with. But what's really, I really just want to be in silence and I haven't been in silence for so long and I don't know why I've been putting myself in that for so long you know I've, I've been like in March April when I was uh, at home um, I used to meditate at night and I used to meditate for half an hour an hour and read silence really like it's it wasn't just a nice it, it wasn't more of silence it was more of attention of focus of be, knowing I'm there feeling what I'm feeling 
seeing what I'm seeing and choosing to let go of what I'm seeing and it's fine but like right now I feel like a part of me just wants to be lost in what it's seeing it wants to be taken by everything it wants to surrender itself to everything um, it's taken by and and it's like what the fuck you know I've been spending a lot of money for no reason even though like I, I, I was writing my finances down to, to the letter and knowing how much I wanted to save every month and whatnot. but I was just like I'm tired. I'm I'm really like I felt the, like the last two weeks is so genuinely fucking tired. The weekend before last, uh, that was um, not the weekend of my birthday. The weekend beforehand, fifth and sixth of June, I was so fucking so fucking tired. Uh, my back hurt a lot. I think it happened because I was working out calisthenics and I did a lot of handstands and that puts a bit of weird pressure on the back. Um, I was just exhausted. I was pissed at my roommate, and I like, like, was mean to, to him because he's he just need like I felt like he needed me to be mean to him. Like, living with him for six seven months, and you have an energy that you're with every almost every day. I felt like attacking that, you know, because he's just been so childish and so naive and a lot of things. And. This general soul tiredness that 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 I submitted myself to more than once and it felt great uh, admitting that I, I feel weak, taking a bath and just reading before falling asleep and, and just having just a calm time. And at the other end of that, you're you don't recover somehow from that. It's a weird thing. Like I was talking to Chris, Chris, to Christina yesterday. Um, she was the girl I talked about that came to my birthday. I've been seeing her now uh, more often. And I brought that up, you know, like she saw me, like we, I smoked a bit of a bong and uh, bong hit and I was like energetic as in my back hurt a lot. I tried to carry her and, and my literally my lower back cracked as if I was 60 and it hurt a lot. Um, which I feel might have been a good thing. Like I feel like my back needed that crack. But anyhow, um, when I smoke, I start jumping like I'm fighting, like how someone fighting would jump. I start jumping like that and running around, running around, running around. She's like, oh, Khalid, I love your energy. I love how you're so energetic. And I look at her, I'm like, but I don't feel energetic. You know, this isn't like I'm tired, but like my body's still moving and I've thought about this a little bit more and I started feeling like I feel like this tiredness isn't something physical. I don't okay, the back has to do with it. I think it's a very mental tiredness. And I think it happens from dopamine imbalance, like how my dopamine just wouldn't be in the right uh place where I just don't find the motivation, I don't find uh the drive, the pleasure in in anything and I think that's a big part of what makes me different is it's like a lot of what I do just doesn't hit it for me and I'm, I'm not looking to get hit and I see that there is no getting hit and I'm not trying to attach to it but you know something is so nice about grabbing a cone of ice cream and eating that and I don't do that because I know if I do that I'll crash if I did do that at the right time I like it a lot I might crash I might not crash sometimes it depends sometimes it works out but like what really brings me joy like what really makes me happy like, you have to keep asking myself that and what really keeps me happy I, like what would make me really happy is seeing progress on 
the colossal things that I always tell myself I need to build. And a book isn't a small thing, but why do I make it out to be such a big thing? Rather, why not plan it out so that every three months I create another stick goal like I did with the last 28 weeks, writing 3,000 words a week, even if they're la 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 as a minimum. Why don't I call up Johannes, which I have a call with him actually right now. Fuck. <laughs> Let me just message Podcasting, call you now. Phew. So, why don't I call this, this Finnish dude up and tell him, like, uh, man, I want to write the first 50 pages of How the Smoke Dances, like 50 proper continuous pages within the next three months. So that's 90 days to write a continuous 50 pages, which is, it's, it's doable. It's very doable, not a little bit. And, and imagine sitting and just writing it continuously to reach some sort of, um, some sort of thing, you know, you don't need to reach anything really in 50 pages, but a lot, a lot can happen in 50 pages. You know, it's like three chapters uh, that can that can happen, you know, in, in a book. So I think that's the ideal way to go about it. And I would like to go about it that way, but um, there's no buts. I think that's what I'll do. Uh, just about when will I start? And and I do want to forget how I'm feeling or the mood that I'm in, and and just sit down and write and write and write, regardless of how hungry I am or how, because it's the words coming out of me that seem to have the most meaning to me from from a value perspective and i want to let that out more but then like i go out you know imagine this is a book being written and this is me going through writing it right and um in my head you know like i i went to i went to hamburg to, to see my friend dennis from university and his family lovely family and I also got high, and I was high playing video games with his brother. Really high, and um, I start thinking, you know, I wish I had this. I wish I had every moment I'm going through right now recorded, so that I could uh, have it written and shared. The fact that I'm going through my my being, imagine it. I'm going through my being, feeling like I can write the book that will change everything that I've always felt like needed to be changed. I'm adding my essence in, in, a, in, a, in a form of, of itself that I think is rather very pure into the world and letting people absorb it in a way that, that's just enjoyable. And how much would that move things differently? I have no idea, but I'm walking thinking like this is the most important thing that can ever be done in the world. But there's so much else, of course, that's like important in its own right, like giving access to water to, to people in Africa or, or whatever. But I want the book to push for those things in a, in, a, in a way or another. So I'm walking thinking that 
this is the book that will wake everyone up, will change everything. And I have that weight on me every day. And the weight of myself, as much as I give love to everything else and to myself, I still feel like I hurt myself unwittingly without knowing, you know, like, why would I think irrelevant thoughts? Like, like the other day I had this argument come into my head thinking like, oh, but like, you know, you're 24 now. Most writers write their books at 35 or 40. You don't need to like focus so, so much on writing right now. Just, you know, work, get your passport, live, have fun. You know, do do your writing on the side. And, and then, you know, later on, when you feel like you have more space in your mind or time, then sit down and do it. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I, why am I filling myself with these thoughts, letting them, letting them come in and letting them affect my mood and my motivation and my actions when really it's just nonsense? When am I going to get to a point where everything is silent enough for me to work on this? It's, it's, the silence is always there. It's just about me connecting with it properly, I think. And to tell myself to wait is just me trying to relax myself uh, from this responsibility that I've given myself somehow. I'm happy I wrote Understanding Intelligence and continue to, tr to think about how to improve it. Um, getting my philosophy down in an articulate manner, being able to precisely say uh, what these ideas are in a short amount of time. I'm having great conversations with people that I feel like will eventually really affect how I write my, my books. Uh, good dialogue. Um, I love some conversations I have with people, really. And in general, you know, a lot of the further books that I write will have, uh, like, I don't want anyone, I, I want people to read my books and actually gain something from them not just read them as a, as a pastime, which, uh, you know, you have to be entertaining and teach at the same time. But how do I do that from a very fundamental um, level, from a very, very structural first level? Someone going into a city, I have to ask myself so many questions about how he is and what he's been through and what he knows before going into this place. You know, he had internet access, he had his grandfather, he... Did he watch more movies? Did he read more books? Um, whatever. I, I should just sit down and write. You know, there's no point. I ask myself these questions and it's nice. And a lot of the times I'd be doing one thing or, or the next and I imagine a scene and I imagine things being said in a certain way in a scene. Sometimes I manage to write it down. Other times I just hold on to it in my head because that's the scene. And when I sit down to write it, that's when I should know how things should pan out what jokes people say what um, uh, not awkward but rather what uh, peculiar things people might you know come up with and say um, that I just didn't notice beforehand and one of these things happened today with uh, Christina for example yeah I think it was, I got an acupuncture mat because I was in Hamburg. Uh, I got my PlayStation 4 back from a friend and from that same friend, I tried the um, acupuncture mat that he has, which is just a mat on the floor that has orchids on it that are very, very sharp. And you sleep on it or you stand on it and it pushes into your skin. It doesn't cut it, uh, but it's a lot of pressure 
uh, very tiny points across your entire back. So you feel like your back is burning, like all of the blood flow, really it entices blood flow, so a lot of blood goes to the skin around your back and, and your muscles and induces healing and strengthens the skin and everything. And I tried it at his place. He got it as a, friend from, as a gift from his girlfriend. And he told me it's 120 euros. I could have bought one for 30, but I immediately went home and I ordered one for 120 euros. And I was like, I want to keep this for the rest of my life or gift it to my mom at some point. So that's uh, an addition to my life that I think is just amazing. You know, if I feel like crap or whatever, I get back and I'm centered by this this burning sensation of pain. It's really it's really painful. It's really it really feels like it's burning, but it's 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 you know, if you rationally understand, it's good pain. And plus, because of how much my back hurts, it's fine and it centers you. It brings you back to something. It's easy to forget. Ah. <sighs> So, I'm that character going through his life thinking that he's working towards something very important, but still at the same time sees how, every, how unimportant most things are, even though everything is really important, every action, every word, every it all accumulates, but then these highlights of moments somehow have the most impact. Um... The journey, the highlights of the journey, the ups and downs, the peaks, the falls. And I'm living it. And everyone should live it, really. Like, if anyone gets in touch with awareness at some point, I think you just start yourself into a journey that you can't, uh, that you don't get out of so quickly, so easily. My voice, my voice. I wanted to talk about a few things too, but I'll leave it for another time. I think this was wholesome in its own way. This is my journey. Trust that you'll keep going where you need to go as long as you keep trying to listen more and more. Keep trying to listen. Don't feel overwhelmed by trying to hold on to so much. There's this holding on to sand. I love you. <sighs> It's fine. Goodbye.